You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome on in. It is the latest episode of the Off-Air Podcast. Chris Thomas joined, as always, by my fellow 92.9 The Game producer, Steve Gagliano. Oh, my goodness, Steve, what a weekend it was in Atlanta. Braves sweep the Mets. Georgia gets a scare and survives. Georgia Tech beats a ranked team out of nowhere. And then there were the Atlanta Falcons. Two and two, tied for the division lead. Come on, Steve. Who saw that coming? Not me. Me either. And, man, we talked about it last week as far as what a Monday looks like after a Falcons win and when there all there's when there's all this stuff going on. And this morning was no different, man. I, I got here, I think, as far as cuts go on, on the steakhouse as I continue filling in for Oren. I think I had, what, 37 cuts on the cut sheet. And, you know, it's only a two-hour show. There's no time to get to all of them. But that just goes to show how busy of a morning it is around a radio station like oh, this. But you better day. have all of them, Steve. That's oh, the yes. So for producers in this they industry. They were locked and loaded. Even even if even if they only use three of them, you better have all thirty five on that sheet. Of course, or doth hell to pay. There's <laughs> yeah, no thank God I had them, and and thank God it was that kind of weekend here in Atlanta that uh, that we needed all that stuff. Um, <laughs> doth have no fury like a radio host scorned without their cuts. Trust me, <laughs> I'm an expert in that field. Um, so something interesting happened during this game that we got to lead this show off with regarding the Falcons. Uh, Third quarter, three minutes to go. Game is wide open. Anybody's game. They're going back and forth, running the football. It was a really exciting game. Then Mr. Mariota does what he's been doing all season, unfortunately, which is throw an untimely interception. And here's what happened. Ready? I'm going to method act here. Get him out of here! Get Ritter in the game! Marcus Mariota's a scrub! You can't win with him, he sucks! <laughs> and that was tweeted over and over and over and over and over by fans, media, hosts on a radio station, uh, columnists. Uh, Get Ritter in there was basically about to trend on Twitter. But that then, method acting you did, was that of a certain 92.9 The Game host that I know was at the game yesterday? Uh, we're going to leave that to the listeners and viewers' <laughs> imagination. Uh, but you can go back and check the receipts on people's timelines. Um, but then, Steve, they won the game. And it was great. And now, as we said off the jump, we're tied for the excuse me, the division lead. So the question is... Are they going to be beholden to their hot takes or what? We saw it work once before with the Kyle Pitts stuff. You never know. Maybe the media and, and fans alike can get a quarterback change. I don't I don't think it should happen, but I don't know. The, the louder that this conversation gets, the harder it is to ignore. And, you know, we talked about it this morning, actually, with Stake and Sandra saying at times it feels like the Falcons are, are kind of winning in spite of Marcus Mariota. Here's the question, though. Another question. Let me ask you this. 
is that even the right move, though? Because the Falcons won the game. They won another game with him. I know he's basically have this he has this knack now for making bad decisions at, at the worst possible time which is not a trait that you want your quarterback possessing I and I fully understand that and they wound up only throwing the ball I think I think it was 19 seven? times he, yeah he was nine for is he nine for 17 or seven for 19 yeah what do you have seven completions that's for 19, what it was yeah, seven yeah. of 19 so I mean that's not a consistent recipe for winning, but I don't know that throwing the rookie in there is what you want to do either. So if the Falcons clearly don't make the change, what about these hot take artists? What are we going to do with the guys that were pounding the table before the team won yesterday? Are they going to have to come on the air this week and eat crow? Or are they going to be able to run with their take if and when the season falls apart, which I don't know. I don't see it necessarily falling apart at this point. I think I think the team is going to be consistently in games for almost every game this season. I'm sure there'll be a blowout or two, but from what, what we've seen so far, this team just isn't going to crumble. So as long as they stick with Marcus, do we have some people who may need to come on the air and say – or write in their columns and say, or go back on Twitter and say, maybe I was jumping the gun a little bit? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and you had a great tweet on that yesterday of saying, while, you know, and specifically for the Browns game yesterday, the game was still there to be won. So you can't change quarterbacks to a guy that you mentioned in Desmond Ritter is a complete unknown. Sure, we saw him in the preseason, but that's the preseason. The regular season is a whole different animal. So to just go ahead and, and kind of punt that game, perhaps to say, ah, let's get the rookie in there and see what he can do. You can't do the same thing for the season because right now you're two and two. The Saints are not a great football team right now. The Panthers also a team that you're probably going to be able to beat twice. Yep. You go to Tampa this weekend with a chance to, you know, lead the division after five weeks of the season. And now, a lot can happen between now and the end, but with all of your goals still in front of you, you can't uproot the whole thing and make a quarterback change. So I, I think whether it's hosts or columnists or everyone on Twitter, I think until you see signs that this team can't win with Marcus Mariota in there, I think that's got to be the plan moving forward. Yeah, the thing is that you've seen what Marcus Mariota can do is he can operate the offense the way that Arthur Smith wants it to operate. He doesn't execute the offense the way that it needs to be executed at times with the interceptions and the fumbles and the botch snaps, which is just a weird thing, by the way. He, he and Dalman. like a nervous tick almost. Like, yeah, I don't know he, what it is. He and Dalman have not been on the same page in critical moments. I don't know what's going on there, but regardless, it's all sort of packaged into the same thing where at critical moments, he makes mistakes, but the other 90% of the game He's doing the things that Arthur Smith wants him to do, which is set up play action, set up the running game, make the make the easy completions when you need to. So if you put Ritter in there, because he's never taken a snap in the NFL, you're jeopardizing losing that. So 
if you lose that, then you lose the integrity of your offense and the things that you're able to do now successfully teams can hone in on and stop them because they know that the other things that need to happen around that there's a question mark on if they can still be done when you put a guy in there that's taken zero snaps in the NFL. That's that's the crux of the issue. It's not just throw Ritter in there and you'll be able to do the exact same thing. It's like, yeah, you could say that, oh, well, Ritter could have just handed off 10 times in a row on that touchdown drive where Huntley scored. It's like he could have, but the Browns could have then easily changed what they were doing on defense because you got a new quarterback in there. And it's not exactly the same as having a five, six year vet who can operate the offense. It's he's not, you can, you can shake a guy like Ritter up a lot more. So that's my issue with it. So I think that's why there's going to be a lot of people that are clamoring for Ritter that are going to have to eat some crow. Cause I, I just don't think it's going to happen. unless again, unless the bottom drops out. Yeah. And, you know, to that point also, as far as just having a veteran guy in there in certain situations, the snaps from Drew Dahlman are not great. And there were a few yesterday even that were a little high. Mariota, it was his fault on one of them. But I don't know, can Desmond Ritter, you know, handle a mistake made by the center, a snap that gets you off, you know, off track? Can he get the play back and not make the next mistake? Can you recover from that and not make it worse? Mariota has shown the ability to at least do that for now. So in those kind of situations, I'm not giving Marcus Mariota all the credit in the world saying he's the best quarterback ever, but I do think he gives you a stable, steady hand as you navigate through this early part of the season. And again, he's got the Falcons at least in a position to compete in every game. And now the last two weeks, they've shown an ability to win those games. Yeah. And and it'll be so interesting to see what happens next weekend when you play Tom Brady in the Bucks, and you get a real test. And I know they gave up a lot of points yesterday to the Chiefs, but I mean, no one's confusing the Falcons' offense with the Chiefs' offense. So <laughs> definitely um, not. I think that you'll see a Tampa Bay defense that looked a lot more like the first three weeks than it did last week. 